Welcome to the Healthcare Executive Podcast, providing you with insightful commentary and developments in the world of healthcare leadership. To learn more, visit ACHE.org. And without further ado, your host. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Healthcare Executive Podcast. I'm Eric Sperling, your host for today. Our guest is a longtime ACHE faculty member and fellow, Carson Dye, president and CEO of Exceptional Leadership, LLC. Now, Carson is a seasoned consultant with more than 40 years of leadership and management experience. He has served as an executive search consultant and partner with Whit Kiefer, TMP Worldwide, and LAI. Now, prior to these roles, he was a partner and director of Finley Davies Healthcare Consulting Division. He also has 20 years of experience in healthcare administration, serving in executive level positions at St. Vincent Mercy Medical Center in Toledo and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center in Columbus. As an award-winning author, Carson has written 11 books published by ACHE's own health administration press, including Enhanced Physician Engagement. That's a new release. We'll obviously be chatting about more in this episode. Uh, Carson also, want to mention, is our first ever repeat guest on the Healthcare Executive Podcast. Carson, welcome back. Thank you very much, Eric. Honored to be here. Repeat guests, sometimes that might mean you didn't get it right the first time. Come back and do it right. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I'll let you know you nailed it the first time. We're just really excited to have you back. So let's dive into this conversation. We did mention uh, you recently released a two-part compilation with Health Administration Press titled Enhanced Physician Engagement. So tell us a little bit about what drove that project and the current landscape in, in healthcare leadership that really drove the need for these books. Interestingly, Eric, I thought about this right before COVID, and when COVID hit, I really put it on hold, but a couple of months later, it struck me that in reality, healthcare was going to change and change enormously, and I felt we needed lots more physician engagement as the whole healthcare landscape gets reshaped. And I started talking to a number of physician friends and it really resonated with them. But then it also a second issue struck me that in some respects, we as as an industry, we as healthcare leaders need to recognize what they've gone through. So I assembled, literally, the books are a compilation of 23 close colleagues, 21 of the 23 are physicians. And so it's multiple voices talking about, this is what physician engagement is, and this is how we can do it better and more effectively. And this is how it touches so many aspects of so many different kinds of healthcare organizations. So let's jump more into that link, the link between, you just mentioned it, physician engagement and physician leadership. Why Why is that so important? Um, I think it's critical. And it, it, as I talk to some people, some people say, well, you're raising a chicken or an egg question, which came first. Mm-hmm. And I eventually got to the point, I was talking to a dear CMO friend and he said, no, he said, these are two parallel issues. They go hand in hand. They they network with one another. And there's a high correlation between effective physician engagement and effective physician leadership and vice versa. So it, it really wasn't the chicken or the egg question. And so even though the books talk about physician engagement, there's very much a great deal of information that talks about physicians as leaders and 
some physicians who are full-time clinicians, but nonetheless, they're leading. They're leading inside our organizations every day. All right. Well, our audience uh, loves data. So <laughs> let's talk a little <laughs> bit about data. Uh, what positive outcomes uh, do you see when an organization does a great job engaging physicians? There, there's been two really large studies, Eric. One was done by Gallup. And I, I think we all know Gallup probably has the largest engagement database of anyone in the universe, sure. both employee and physician engagement. And one of their studies was crystal clear, and it was a large sample. And it showed clearly that the correlation between engagement and productivity the higher engaged physicians were 26% more productive. That's, that's data. And I don't think I'd want to argue with Gallup. Second huge study done by McKinsey, a, a well-known firm, showed many of similarities, but they also delved into the issue of quality. And while they didn't identify the specific healthcare organizations, their research clearly showed that organizations that had higher quality scores also had higher physician engagement. Then last, I'd mention Medscape surveys. And uh, for all the listeners out there, I would encourage them, if you're interested at all in physician engagement, physician leadership, you need to read the Medscape material. And they have multiple surveys that show higher engagement, less burnout, higher engagement, higher satisfaction. So there, there's some really good evidence behind this. It's just not kinder, gentler, happy talk. Yeah. Okay. So the data is there. The evidence is there. Let's, let's move into the how now. Um, you know, you've dedicated two books, webinars, a Congress boot camp, uh, hours and hours of consulting on this topic. Um, so I know it can be hard to really boil it down to a minute or two here, but do your best for us. How can administrative leaders work to better understand clinical leaders? I think there's several things. Uh, I, I think the first to me is to, to go to the common purpose. Why are we here? I think it's what makes healthcare very, very special. And I worry sometimes that there's a large number of physicians out there that don't fully realize that. And, and I'm one of them. I, I'm a non-clinician and I've been an executive for many years, but I worry that a lot of those physicians perceive we don't have the common purpose. We're, we're at cross purposes. So I think it's an incumbent upon a healthcare leader to do all that they can to ensure that the physicians understand, hey, we do have a common purpose. Second of all, I use the phrase involvement, not just input. A lot of times we get so busy and we say, well, I checked with the doctors. I ran it by the med exec committee. I checked with the physician council. Well, just getting their input and then going back to the C-suite and making the decisions is not involving them. And I've seen the, the better functioning healthcare organizations have a high degree of involvement by a lot of physicians in what's being done. Third of all, and I think maybe this is the most critical and, and I had a, a boss a number of years ago at Children's Hospital Medical Center in Cincinnati who said, Carson, any time a physician calls, go to him or her, go to where they are. Don't have them come to your office. Go to where and be interested in what they do. And we had a, a large research foundation and the researchers sometimes were, well, these are people tough to deal with. But if you go to where they are, you show an interest in what they're doing 
they open up, they're so proud, and that builds that connection. And then I think lastly, there's a tendency on the part of healthcare leaders to say, well, all physicians are like, they're, they're the same. They're not. Engagement is not the same to a 60-year-old physician as a physician two years out of training. It's not the same to a primary care physician as it is to a surgeon or a hospital-based specialist. So it's important, I think, to look to your physician collective, if you will, and see them as individuals, not as just a single group of like people. So there, there's extra work here. You're going to wear out more shoes, go to where they are. You're going to have to listen more. You're going to have to do things that might take extra time. But I think in the long run, it'll pay off. Yeah. Tremendous advice there, Carson. A great way to, to sort of sum up that how. I know that was a that was a big question, but you did a great job uh, delivering that. And we just have to remember to get more comfortable shoes. I think that's what we'll take away from that. <laughs> uh, I do want to weave this in because we talk about DEI so often on this podcast um, and we're talking about engagement here. So how do we create an intentional and inclusive engagement strategy that that does help ensure diverse physician leadership? I, I think this is a critical, critical question and one that I think often our field walks by. There, there are some very clear issues there. Uh, there's not just the recruitment issue, but there's the onboarding issue. And I, I had a conversation with a system chief medical officer about a month ago who said to me, Carson, we have failed in onboarding new physicians because we think onboarding is finished in five or six months. He also said to me, we have miserably failed in onboarding our, our physicians who are, are diverse. And, and he talked about, you know, uh, we're recruiting a lot of African-American physicians, recruiting a lot of women physicians. He said, onboarding is a four or five year process. We need to consciously think of it in that manner. We also need to be aware if you look at the percentage of students in medical school, women outnumber men. I'm not sure very many healthcare leaders paid attention in 2019 when the AAMC said, you know, we've tracked the gender, it's different. So I, I think the medical literature, and I'm talking about Medscape, Catalyst, which is published New England Journal of Medicine, even Medical Economics had an article a few months ago, are, are speaking to this. And I think the key is really follow that literature, uh, do a better job of onboarding, and, and once again, go out to where they are and find out what, what's the issue with you? Uh, what's the concern? How can we help you as healthcare leaders? I, I'm so glad you asked that question because I think a lot of organizations never think about their physicians when it comes to DEI, and it's, it's a critical issue. Yeah, you said it often the field will just walk by, but you just mentioned too, the resources, the education is out there. Absolutely. Okay, one last question for you today. And we ask all of our guests who are ACHE fellows, um, but you have the added perspective here of a faculty member with the organization. So how has your FACHE credential helped advance your career? And what is the value that ACHE membership brings to leaders in the field? Great, great question. Uh, you know, I, th I think there's several things, Eric, but two stand out to me. The first is back when I worked in healthcare organizations, uh, I was typically a chief human resources officer, but the fellowship credential and the involvement with ACHE 
in essence, sent a signal to, to other healthcare leaders that I wasn't just a narrow-minded, single-focused human resources person, but I had an interest in it in, and a knowledge of broad healthcare issues. And it's very clear, anyone who studies for the Board of Governors exam knows that you have to have broad knowledge and expertise across all of the dimensions of running that entire healthcare organization, not just human resources or finance or nursing or something else. It's, it's clearly, it's what I call the big tent. Uh, I have a lot of physician, younger physician leaders who will ask me, you know, I, I'm looking at the ACHE, what, what do you think? And I tell them, consider it seriously because look at the decision-making rooms in healthcare today. Who are in those rooms? It's a variety of different disciplines. And so you walk in a typical, whether it's a boardroom, a C-suite room, a management room, and you look around and there's a nursing leader, there's a finance leader, there's an IT leader, there's a couple of operations leader, there's a business development person. Yeah, there's a human resources person. And sure, there's a, a physician leader, a chief medical officer. That's where healthcare decisions are made. And that's when you hold up ACHE and look at who are the members, the members represent the decision-making tables, rooms, et cetera, of healthcare. It's the big tent approach. And so I encourage all of the physician leaders who ask me this to take a deeper dive, take a closer look at ACHE. And then the fellowship helps set you apart. You're not just a member. You have demonstrated broad knowledge and maybe more importantly, broad curiosity about all of the aspects of healthcare leadership and how it touches all kinds of parts of the organization. Well, great perspective and what a way to close out our segment today. Our guest is Carson Dye, president and CEO of Exceptional Leadership LLC. Carson is a faculty member for several ACHE education sessions, including Congress for Healthcare Leadership. Um, as we mentioned, authored 11 books with Health Administration Press, including the new release, Enhanced Physician Engagement. You can learn more about all of these titles at ache.org slash publications. Carson, it's always great to talk with you. Again, thank you for your time today. Again, our first repeat guest, and you Hold nailed on. it again. Thank you, Eric, and uh, thanks, thanks everyone who's listening. Take care. Yep, and again, thanks to all our listeners. We will see you next time on ACHE's Healthcare Executive Podcast. This has been the Healthcare Executive Podcast. Brought to you by the American College of Healthcare Executives. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider rating and reviewing on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. And for more information, find us online at ache.org. <laughs>